What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to All the Smoke, a production of The Black Effect and Our Heart Radio in partnership with Showtime. Welcome back, All the Smoke, L.A. edition. Jack, what's happening, baby? Man, we doing it, and we gonna keep doing it. Man, it's been a nice, it's been a nice couple of days, man. I guess if you know I mean showed up and showed out today, only, will be. It's only getting better. Today will be no different. Hmm. My brother Sacramento's very own. Yeah, come what's on, nine sixteen. You know what yeah, it is, yeah, man. The nine one six, Mozzie, man. First off, congratulations are in order. Yeah. You just signed CMG. Yes, sir. Naturally. Congratulations. Tell us how would that come about? Cocaine money gang. You know, we damn near biologically related. Them my <laughs> peoples. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, it wasn't forced. Something happened naturally. Uh, I've been in communication with the big dog for a minute now. He done brought me out, I'm saying, on a summer jam way back before I even popped, I think. And... Um, you know, he just been, he always told me, you know, it's, it's, it's room for you over here. Mm. But I had my own thing going on. I got right, got my shit together, and then pulled up. Kind of function mm. with him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Top them loose ends. What, what was the first thing you said when you heard you can't wait for him to get on one of them, uh, one of the Memphis beats? Yeah, one of them CMG beats. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. You in the STG. Yeah, yeah, you know I'm a bite down. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm a bite down. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, 2022, bro. What 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 it's like? I know the last couple years been crazy for everybody, uh, but you back working. Everybody back moving around. Um, you have untreated trauma. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? What else is going on? How year starting off? Uh, 2022 gangster party. It's mm -hmm. been a gangster party. Lit. Far as I'm concerned. Uh, 
new bag, most definitely. Mm, yeah, the most important. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you know, that always follow behind uh, new real estate. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've been browsing on. I can't stop looking up real estate. I've been on uh, every damn near every site um, functioning with just trying to find something dope. Mm -hmm. Some type of multi-unit property. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but outside of that, just hella family orientated, just functioning with the girly face gang. Right. And uh, getting to it, getting to it. Just, you know, I feel rejuvenated with this new deal. Mm -hmm. And uh, Father, just excited. Yeah, for sure, for sure. What's yeah. that like? What's dad life like? You uh, change your heart a little bit, huh? Nah, for sure. But you know, it's uh, since a youngin, I always wanted some. I always wanted, you know, just some type. Since a youngin, I wanted youngin. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. So uh, now that I'm blessed with that, uh, just overly excited about that spelling bee. We waking <laughs> up five o'clock in the morning. I'm on a line mm -hmm. on a linea. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> on top of the grades, you know, we stand yeah. on top of them about that gr them gotcha. grades and mm -hmm. school, yeah. parenting. Yeah. Uh, I remind me of my grandmother so much, just the way I operate in that field. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I remember when, when I got in trouble at school, granny cut my hair. I was devastated. That's the worst granny, punishment. Yeah, that's the worst. She made a nigga wear, uh, you know what I'm saying, the beat up shoes to school. Where no more, ain't no fly, none yeah, of that, yeah. Yeah, until you get your, your right. grades in order. And that's kind of what I've been doing with my eight-year-old. Like, check it out. We wear a uniform. At a non-uniform yeah. school, yeah. we're wearing uniform. Yeah. All collared shirts. Uh, ain't no more LOL backpacks. We finna go get this Jan Sport. Yeah, we playing. Kind of you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, nah, but it's, it's dope. Uh, like I said, I got girls, two girls. So, you know, I call them the girly face gang and... Uh, it's just it's a it's a sensitive operation, <laughs> straight up. Yeah. yeah, he got some girls too. Yeah. So right, I got yeah. all boys. Fella. Uh, I mean, nine one six representative Oak Park, Sacramento pops. You know, grew up in the streets. Mom had her issues. So you as you mentioned, your grandmother raised you. Mm -hmm. What was that like for you? Dope upbringing. Grandmother was always stable, so she had her shit legitimate. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't never like I was switching houses and mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying in and out of different neighborhoods and I. It was stable, so all I've known was Old Park from preschool, I mean, up into high school. Uh, very strict. Mm -hmm. She was very strict off the dribble, militant. Uh, work. That's all she preached. Work, work, work. That was her favorite four-letter word. So uh, I think I get my work ethic from her. And... Uh, what else? She, she just, like I said, she was just, it was a dope upbringing. I ain't really function with Grams, though, just, you know I'm saying, being rebellious up until I was like 17. So you understood. Yeah, then That's I how understood. We were, that was yeah. Love that she did everything for and didn't really understand what she was trying to preach. And so I got around at age two. For sure, most definitely. And just like I said, I understood the stability that she provided for me. Um, level of protection, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, functioning with my friends, going outside and understanding what they had to deal with in their households. I'm like, that type of shit don't transpire in minds. Everything mm -hmm. just legit, smooth, mm -hmm. just a program. And, um, but like I said, I see myself, the way I function with my young, it, it's kind of like identical to, way, to the mm -hmm. way she functioned with me. Mm -hmm. Starting the rap game young. First little, first name in the game was uh, Lil Tim. So how you get into the rap game and how did the first name come about? I heard a song, Snoop, or Ice Cube. One, two, 
three and to the four. Mm. Snoop, Doggy Dog, and Dr. Dre. That was my shit early. So uh, right then and there, Change I knew you. I wanted to function with it. Mm. How old were I'm, you at that time? Probably like, probably like eight, nine. Mm. Early. Maybe 10. Mm -hmm. But I went to a talent show at a, like 11, and I seen some 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 of my peers. I think they was twins, too. And uh, they performed. And uh, after that, I'm like, I could do that. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And I just, <laughs> I respected the way that the people was functional with them, applied right. it for them, the whole nine yards. So I'm like, I'm going to tweak on that. Just started tweaking on it on top of music already, being in my household heavy. Pops, you know what I mean? Writing and singing, uh, Ken the pen, but he used to be somewhat of a rapper. Uh, and, uh, you know, so I, I just took, I took to it. Easy, it was easy, man. Mm, natural. Said that Pac is your guy that you studied most. I mean, he's my favorite rapper of all time, mm -hmm. too. Uh, when did your love and appreciation for him start from the get-go? Dear Mama. Mm-hmm. Dear Mama, just going through whatever I was going through with, with, with my parenting. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, raised by Grams. So, uh, of course, a nigga wanted to be with moms. Every, just, I used to go visit her every weekend, but it was like that was my dream mm -hmm. as a youngster, just uh. to be with moms. Um, I wasn't too much worried about pops because he was fake way strict. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So while he was doing his time in the pen, I was I was celebrating. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, so you hear me? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to be with moms. So when I heard Dear Mama, it just really touched me at an early age. And I was like, nigga, that's he crazy. And then on top of Graham, she functioned with him heavy posters, books, um, recorded inter interviews. You know, that's when we had the VHS. She used to record. Oh, you say grandma, grandma was on himself? Yeah, okay. she loved Pac. That was, you know, <laughs> he all around her household right. at why he was alive. Mm -hmm. And then so when he died, you know, it was, it was, mm -hmm. she she maximized on 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 his words and uh yeah, she had her own books. I used to steal her books and be reading this shit. You oh. feel me? So, um, yeah, I functioned with Pac heavy, but I think it was the Dear Mama who really cap uh, captivated me. Mm -hmm. Other than Pac, who you, who you were listening to growing up? Jacka. The Jacka. Out of the gay area. Mm -hmm. yeah, messy Morph. Yeah. Messy Morph. Uh, you know, that's when I got the smell of my gangsters, so them on that type of time. But before that, it was a couple Sacramento artists. Of course, my uncle, GP the Beast. Um, and then uh, people within my neighborhood. I was heavily influenced by people mm -hmm. within my neighborhood. Was what dropping you saying? music. Yeah. yeah. See, was it similar? I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit older than you, but I, I tell people when I was in Sacramento and I came to L.A., that's when I kind of started listening to everything else. But when I was in Sac, it was strictly... Sacramento music, West Coast music, you know, Bay Area music, but it wasn't nothing really outside of that bubble for me. Not for sure, because, you know, I ain't gonna lie, the internet, the internet wasn't booming like right, that. Right. So it was just whatever you had in your circumference, that's what you kind of gravitated mm -hmm. towards. And that's how it was for me. It yeah. was, I didn't get to see what, what they was doing in L.A. Right. Yep. I didn't get to see what they, so the furthest we went was the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. And that's where you get Jack and Messi mm -hmm. Moore from. Um, Keep. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, you know, but we we a part of the Bay Area market, so that that was just you know that's a no brainer. But um, yeah, I was I was tweak I was tweaking on everything that was in my circumference, everything that was coming out of Oak Park, and um, you know we barely got the we ain't really function with anything outside of Oak Park just on a political aspect. Right. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The childhood was was the glory days of the Sacramento Kings. You posted a picture with Paige Stoyakovich. 
Fella. You know you, you, how do you feel about the Kings now? Tell me about those days when you was a big-time Kings fan. I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I've been sleeping on the Kings right now. Um, but back in the days, like, I, that was just, that was it. You know, I mean, we when we had Bibby, Webb. you know what I'm saying, William. Webb. Yeah, Webb. That Lyle, number four, yeah. you hear me? Yeah. Stoyakovich. Come on, it was it was a gangster party. And, uh... I still feel like we got played out of them rings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They <laughs> but got nah, yeah, it was. Fucking with them Lakers. Yeah, you hear me? <laughs> nah, fucking with, with them Lakers. Nah, fucking with them refs. Fucking with them refs, man. Yeah, because I was at UCLA during that time. So obviously, growing up a Laker fan, but then, you know, the Kings just start rubbing off on you. You start when they start getting better. So it was just like, I was holding it down for SAG, but I've been going to school at UCLA with everybody. Kobe on our campus. So it was mm -hmm. all Laker. Fuck Kings, but yeah. I, was, yeah, I was definitely riding for the Kings, though. For sure. <clears throat> Who you like watching now in the, in the NBA? Uh, of course, you know, I'm a LeBron fan, so I function with Brian heavy. Um, and then, you know, I've been in this jurisdiction for a minute. So, yeah, I mean, I be I'm, I frequent the Lakers game, but I'm still naturally a king at, 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 at heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna just go down with him. He go down with him. <laughs> <laughs> just like the Cowboys too. Loyal. I'm, I'm cowboy going too. Yeah, just go down yeah, with him, man. Y'all yeah. so yeah. feeling pain across the board? Huh? Yeah, yes. it's good though. <laughs> we taking pain. on the chin. Y'all yeah. feeling pain across the board? Mm. Well, when did uh, you come up with the name Mozzie? What that de derive from? Mozzie, uh, mozzarella mavalado. I was just in a super creative time. <laughs> you feel me? Just, time I say that again? Yeah, mozzarella mavalado. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I was uh. I was just super creative in them times. And uh, before Mozzie, it was Izai. Izizzle is the Izaiism. So you can just see right there that I was just tweaked out. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, nah, my auntie, I, I think I named, I named the puppy of mine Mozzie, Mozzarella. And then my auntie just started calling me Mozzie. So, you know, once auntie started, you know, she it stuck. When auntie right. call you something, it stick. Tag. So yeah, uh, it kind of stuck. I gave it a meaning. Money over Zary Zane Youngin, and we ran with it, ran with it. And you know, the ASAP. I think ASAP and it was booming at the time. And I just, I kind of like, uh, I liked the way that they was, they was putting ASAP on everybody's name. I'm like, we gotta run something like that. You feel me? Where, where it's like. Inevitable, where it gotta pop. Right. E Mozzie, D Mozzie, Hus Mozzie. Just we gotta stick that Mozzie on everybody's name, and um, you know, eventually, like you throw a handful of rocks at a stick, mm -hmm. and then uh, you know, so we ran with that, and that shit worked in our favor. Mm. There was no plan B for you, but when did you really know rap was gonna be your path? I ain't gonna lie, I thought early on, I thought I was gonna, you know what I'm saying, be able to compete with Bow Wow and Lil Romeo in them. I thought I was gonna be able to max them out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the street and, uh, version? Yeah, and it, it got kind of spicy for it, got spunky. So, uh, you know, it, it got ugly. I, I couldn't, like, we was, I'm talking about sending demos out to labels. Uh, just super promotion, street team, street team, running it, running the course, everything you're supposed to do. And, uh, you know, I never, and ain't nobody double back on me. It was never no deals on the table for me. And I'm talking about 16, 17. And I, if you would have asked me at that time, I had it. I was mm -hmm. the truth of what I was doing. But uh, I was overlooked. Wasn't no internet involved at the time. Maybe MySpace. And um, 
you know, it just shit. I just kept going though. I stayed the course. Like you said, it wasn't no plan B. I felt like I just invested too much time, right. energy, effort into this. Mm -hmm. So where it it gotta even if even if I, I build a cake off crumbs, it gotta work in my favor one way or another. And so I ain't gonna lie, it just got to the point where I was like, I start C D baby came out. And um, I learned how to get my my music on iTunes through CD Baby. I put it on CD Baby and it ended up on iTunes. Just to be on iTunes alone was super mm. big for me. Mm -hmm. You got an iPhone, you can go to iTunes, Ooh, look my shit, shit up. Yes, sir. Yeah, that was lit. I used to buy my own shit off of that. So once <laughs> I found out how to do that, I'm like, all right. Pennies was coming in. Pennies, probably like four or $500 every project I dropped. And um, I felt like if I dropped 100 projects, I mean, Penny, like I said, pennies was coming in, but I felt like if I dropped a thousand projects and you know, they, they spent a hundred dollars for each project, that's a hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And the way as passionate as I was about music, a thousand projects really ain't nothing. Mm -hmm. Six songs, nigga do six songs, that's six thousand songs. Nigga, I run through six songs a day. So you know, we'll get a thousand projects within three, four years, and nigga, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Me, it eventually, I, I eventually be up there. But um, that's how I was just marketing. That's how I was looking at it. Run, drop a thousand projects or drop a hundred projects. Everybody spend a thousand dollars on each project, and I'd be able to, you know, what I'm saying, me be able to make a, a decent living off of it. But um, I was just so passionate about the music that, you know, I just stayed the course and, and kept and kept applying press. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me 
was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Twenty fourteen, you went to San Quentin Prison. You said something clicked when you was when you was in there, make you change. I felt like I fumbled. I felt like I threw it all away. Yeah. I was just on my way. I was booming. I was getting $10,000 off of every project I dropped. Um, I remember somebody saying Mac Dre was, they was giving Mac Dre $10,000 for every project, and he was just going crazy, dropping crazy projects. And um, I'm like, I got to get there one day. And, uh, you know, I, I, I got 10000 I remember receiving, like, not from a company, from... CD baby, I made ten thousand, seven thousand off a project. I'm like, oh, this lit. You feel me? And uh, I went to I, I went to jail, so I felt like I fumbled. On top of that, I had I just had my daughter, mm-hmm. so I felt like you know I'm walking in the same footsteps as pops. Mm-hmm. Fumbled on parenting, and uh, mm-hmm. I ain't had nobody to blame. Very accountable. You know and I'm saying hold myself accountable. Yep. And uh. You know, I'm like, nigga, I gotta get my shit right. I gotta get it together. But uh, if I wouldn't have went, if I wouldn't have went to Quinn, I was going 100. I was mm, 100 miles no per telling. hour. Yeah, ain't I no probably telling. would have wrecked. I mm-hmm. probably would have totaled no out. Right. So uh, blessing in disguise. Blessing <clears throat> in disguise. Blessing in disguise. It gave me opportunity to get my mind right, figure out exactly what I want to do. Kind of like pinpoint a plan, and um, you know, just basically just run run the course. We touched on fatherhood early, but you said, you know, Penn came right around the time your first daughter was born. What's your favorite part about fatherhood? Favorite part about it? Well, it's so many. It's so many. I could nigga be talking all day about that. <laughs> you feel me? I love it. I love when they, they just, you know what I'm saying? I love asking them questions and, you know, they, 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 all right, so we got something like this. I asked them, uh, what do you go to school to do? They say to learn. And I'll be like, all right, I can tell what you learn. They be like, by the grades that you earn. Mm. What's the key to, uh, key to success? And they say education. And they say it in union. You feel me? At the same mm-hmm. time. But just like little things like that, me incorporating my knowledge or my game, my ism, and you know, feeding it to them, and then they feeding it back, mm. um, watching them grow. I think that's that's probably the the dopest part of it is just watching them grow, watching them become, 
you know, just the stages from being a baby. Too, right? yeah. Man, it fast. From not being able to walk, yeah. talk, and to now just requesting certain things, watching them become like making their own decisions. I don't want cereal. Mm -hmm. I want Eggos. Yeah, I want waffles. <laughs> there it go. Yeah. I don't want to watch this. Yeah. I want to watch that. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. I don't want that backpack. A little person. This. They a real person. It's yeah. crazy. Mm -hmm. um, Deciding what toy they want in the store, taking an hour, I got shit to do, let's go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So just the whole process, I'm right. in love with the whole process. That's dope. <clears throat> so most people, when they get to that fork in the road, they buckle. You know what I mean? You got that made a plate. You get out, you forget focus, you get out of jail. You come out with blah, da, da. Talk about that. Straight to it. It's on. I was foaming out the mouth. Mm -hmm. Hey, Ben, not give me another opportunity. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bite down. It's my turn. This is what I've been prepping for all these years. This was when I said ain't no plan B. It's the only, this it. Um, you know, I, I, I got an opportunity to show Granny that all them times I was ditching school or, you know, all that weed I was smoking in her backyard trying to come up with some dope-ass shit. Or, uh, you know, it was times where she was telling me, you need to go get a job, man. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, you know, just all, just everything I put her through from probation kicking in her door, et cetera, et cetera, from her having to bail me out. This is my time to pay her back. I, and I ain't want to pay her back with kibbles. You know, a nigga was out there doing whatever I was doing as far as participating and in, in, in making lucrative chicken. Mm -hmm. But... You know, I seen it. I seen the bigger picture. Like them was crumbs. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And um, so I just wanted to. I wanted to be able to actually pay her back. And I was. I was granted that. I just applied pressure as soon as I came home. Um, got straight to it. Start seeing pay. Like, if somebody give you ten thousand dollars, that's one thing. A female can give you ten thousand dollars. All right, it's lit. You gonna blow through it because it was free money. It's tax free. It ain't nothing. I ain't earn it. She just ran it to me. Fork it over, you hear me? <laughs> but when I made $10,000 off of rapping, it was like I got to reinvest. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, nigga, I'm finna just go blow it and live, nigga, go get a pint of syrup and thug with the, nah. That makes sense. Nah, this year, I got to reinvest this. And uh, so once that, once the rap money started coming in, it was like I just kept reinvesting it. And, um, I, you know, I, I built the cake off of crumbs and it was lit. But as soon as I came home, I already, I had my little plan, which was just to go crazy. Pox shit. And, um, fresh out. Fresh out. Mm -hmm. To the neck, I ain't looking for no deal. Early stages, we was looking for a deal. That's what we thought. I found an independent route, like I said, CD baby. Ran with that. Empire reached out. Nigga, we, I ran with that. And uh, it just, everything started making sense and started falling in my lap. And, um... You know, it was lit from there. Two questions. Uh, I know how I felt when I when I met Michael Jordan. You know, I was kind of in awe, you know, just knowing who he was and what he did for what I do, basketball. Was it anybody that you was in awe of the first time you met? And the second question is, how did it feel good to get up out the hood and to travel and to be in other cities and having other people singing your music? It was different. First time I touched down in L.A., gang members, Keyways, Crips. I'm a blood from where I'm from. Yeah. So, uh... We don't really function with the keyways. They segregate us in the jailhouses and all that. We don't, you know what I mean? Um, I went to Quentin. Keyways was fucking with me, thugging. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, went to L.A. Niggas from Grave Street. Niggas from Compton. Niggas just, nigga, I went to, I think, uh, was Jeweler, my nigga. Ifico. Ifico, being, being baller. Went mm -hmm. to his store, nigga, at the swap meet. 
and the whole parking lot. Nigga, Mozzie, nigga, mm-hmm. nigga, whoop, nigga, we love you, <laughs> nigga, huh? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh, this Manny, I'm calling home, like, nigga, they love us out here, yeah, nigga. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, that was just dope. I ain't think I ain't even think we could reach that far. So for them to just like, you know what I'm saying? And you know, we on the other side of the flag. Right. So when they embraced me, it was like, oh yeah, this tweaky. Mm-hmm. On top of the bloods, you know, the bloods out here immediately gravitated towards the nigga. So that was dope. And then uh Kansas City, I think that's the first place I did a show. Word for word, verbatim. They try to make me the headliner. I'm like, I don't think I should be the headliner, nigga. You know, I'm I'm comfortable with just being, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> on the on the on the show, I ain't, you know, we don't gotta do all the extra shit. Mozzie hit, you know what I mean? Just let me perform my songs, get up out of here. But after I perform, I'm like, oh, they really function with me. Yeah. And uh, that was crazy. That was crazy. And I think that was one of the first plays where I came home with like 15,000. I only did the show for 2,500. And then uh, they just buying verses, buying EPs. Here, nigga, I got 5,000 for an EP, seven songs. Here, this nigga want two verses. Here, this, and you know what I'm saying? I left with like 15,000. So that was mainly. But, um, what was the first question? You ever bump into somebody in the, in the rap yeah, game? Yeah, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Mm, and you know, yeah. he, 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 I think he started rapping Sleepwalking. Couldn't believe it. Come on, K Dot, Sleepwalking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nigga, word for word? What? You know who I am? <laughs> Nigga, come on. It's yeah. a gangster party. Yeah. So, yeah, most definitely. Nah, so he shouted you out in his Grammy speech. Um, obviously, that kind of opened your eyes, thinking like, you know, this is one of the, you know, Eminem just named him one of the greatest lyricists, or in his opinion, one of the greatest lyricists of all time. So, bumping with Kendrick, uh, you end up on the legendary Black Panther soundtrack. Mania alley you. That was a mania alley you. Crazy. Granny got to see that. Mm. You know, she didn't check out on us due to cancer. Rest in peace. Yeah, before that, she got to see that. And uh, that was big for you. That was big. That was one of my biggest accomplishments outside of tearing her off them chicken McNuggets. Mm-hmm. You feel That's me? That's the best so, feeling in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, she got to see that. She went and she didn't, you know, I ain't prepper for it. It wasn't like I'm in a movie. I mean, my song in the mood, none of that. She went to go see with the fam. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah, she came home and was just in tears, whole squad, just like, it's crazy. Not only is we on the soundtrack, I think I told her about the soundtrack, but I didn't tell her I was in a movie. I kept that, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? The sleepwalking in the actual movie. Mm -hmm. So that was, uh, that was big. That was big, that was monumental. So it's funny, I mean, because it's funny because like, I fuck with your music, but this is our first time meeting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, you talk about your grandmother. Like, I was the same way. I was able to put up bricks for my grandmother before she passed. So, mm. all the stuff you're saying, it, it's resonating. I can see why I fuck with your music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Any piece of advice uh, Kendra gave me that, that sticks with you? Or anything you saw in him that, 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 that just made him special in your eyes? No, I ain't gonna lie. Just him knowing my music. Okay. Just him knowing that alone, that was like, that was like, I was mind blown. I couldn't believe it. Like I went home, I went home and told everybody about that. And you know, that shit, it, it, and then the alley-oops, the unlimited alley-oops, you know what I'm saying? Um, he did tell me something. He told me that, uh, he said, you know, I'm big dog where I'm from. He's saying, he, talking about himself, I'm big dog where I'm from. But nigga, all my niggas love you. Mm -hmm. He like, nigga, you know, they function with me or whatever the case, you know what I mean? But nigga, they want to hear that mozzie, you mm -hmm. feel me? Hey, no. when that, that, that's what they, that, that shit touch him. Mm -hmm. And he like, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's big, bro. Like, that's, you on a different level. And uh, that just kind of fucked me up because I know exactly what he's saying. I understand it. You know, he come from the same terrain we come mm -hmm. from. So for him to just acknowledge that and, 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 and pass me them typical type of flowers, nigga, that, that was lit. I run with that. Anybody you looking forward to working with that you haven't got a chance to work with yet? I fuck with the baby. He fuck, he fuck shit up. Uh, of course, Drake, Future. I don't know how this nigga Kanye ain't put me on Donna. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, I fuck with everybody, man. You know I ain't biased. I'm I'm, I'm creative. Right. I function with the whole industry. Um, it's dope just to see African Americans running up these type of bags. Mm -hmm. And um, you know what I'm saying? Me like, you know, long as it ain't it it ain't it don't got nothing to do with no you know politics to turn you into a hater. Come on, yeah. man. Politics are turning into a hater. And it's everywhere too. It's everywhere. So as long as there ain't no political strain, nigga, I'm 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 fucking with people. Mm -hmm. All right, we came down to the end of the show. We got quick hitters. First thing to come to mind, let us know if you could be remembered by any bar or lyric thus far in your career. What would it be? 
Oh, that's a good one. We done came a long way, traveled down the wrong way. Ain't find no shell cases. Thankful for the cold case. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> thankful for the prostitutes, assuming that we soulmates. Thankful for the big homies, coach me through the dope game. Shit like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Top well, five Cali yeah. Top five Cali rappers of all time. Top mm. five Cali rappers, they always whoop on me with this one. Niggas be mad. I be like, nigga, that's my top five. Yeah. Nigga, chill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me do my shit, bro. You know what I mean? But, uh, oh, you know, we're going to have to go with Jack. I, I think last time I did that, I, I forgot to add him on the list. So I'm going to get him out the way immediately just because mm -hmm. that nigga done did something to my spirit. Um, and he didn't help me grow through my little adolescence years, through the most important years. You know, them years where you jump off the porch, where you outside. Mm -hmm. he, I mean, even when you go to jail and you think about lyrics, certain lyrics that get you through them, them, them times, um, he, he provided them for me. Pac, most definitely Pac, fella, you know what I'm saying? In the household, everybody love that nigga, mm -hmm. everybody. Um... Of course, Snoop, because he started this shit for me. Word. You know what I'm saying? He started this gangster shit for me. Uh, that was one of the reasons why, you know what I'm saying, nigga even merged into this. Then we got a... Uh, Not to cut you off, but he laid on that couch for two and a half hours while we was interviewing him. What he smoke about? Ten blunts. Lay. Lay, but laying though. Head Kill here, it. feet kicking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the fella. Uh. Hey, uh, triple salute to that move he just busted yeah, too. Yeah. Triple yeah. salute. Absolutely. Death row. Head at death row. Uh, K Dot. You mm. know he one of them guys. Yeah. I mean, we can't overlook that shit. And uh you know, I ain't wanna, I, I gotta, it's my dog, nigga, this, he one of them fellas, if you let me tell it, nigga, that nigga Mozzie, y'all heard of that yeah, nigga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That nigga fuck shit up when they cut of this rap shit, niggas are scared yeah. of that nigga in that booth, I'm telling you. Yeah, I fuck with blood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I fuck with blood. My nigga. Uh, shit, uh, one album you can listen to, no skips. One album I slap all the way through, no skips. I gotta give it to that nigga EST. I fuck with that nigga EST album. That's 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 this 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 dude. I was stayed, stayed in this crib for a week. Yeah. And this motherfucker had that shit on at seven o'clock in the morning, <laughs> ringing. I was like, damn, Jack, we can't go right into the streets, bro. I ain't brush my teeth yet. Immediately, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I fuck with EST. Free Lucci too. YFN. Yeah. I fuck with the yeah. I fuck with the fella. He, yeah. he he got he got a couple of the motherfuckers. I just let play all the way through. The one y'all did with Jay Stone was crazy. Oh, love, yeah, yeah, yeah. that love. was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy too. Courtside tickets to any game in history. What game would it be? All right, so they already had me at the Clippers. Shout out the Clippers, nigga. They didn't put me on the court, nigga, ten times, nigga. I love the Clippers. You know what I'm saying, uh, but you know, I I've been on courtside Sacramento. You know what I'm saying? I was mad they ain't put me on the big screen. It was lightweight hate, nigga. They should have, yeah. 916, nigga, y'all quit doing that shit, man. <laughs> I'm one of them guys, nigga. Don't let them politics, you know what I'm saying? Me, don't do that, nigga. Don't do that. Uh, but uh, course side, course side. Any game in history. Any game in history. Yeah. Oh, you got you to gotta send me on the floor with Jordan and them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You gotta got to send me on the floor with Jordan and them. Yeah. Utah. You, you got, oh. The crossover. 
<laughs> I was around for that. Yeah. I was I was paying it. You know, I, I ain't gonna lie, nigga. I wanted to play basketball before this rap shit. But I got to high school and realized them niggas was dunking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I remember a nigga told me, nigga, you got handles, nigga, but your jumper off. <laughs> so he kind of threw me off from there. I'm like, all right, fuck all that. Nigga, I'm thugging. You hear me? But uh, I thought I was hot sauce and one. That, yeah. I come from the and one era, so I thought handles was going to get me there. I thought AI just had handles. I ain't know he had the, he was a total package yeah. with this shit. <laughs> but uh, nah, for sure. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I think I do a, a Bulls gang. Bulls yeah. And, yeah, I like the Bulls in Utah. Yeah. Final question, man. Um, if if you could pick a guest to be on our show, who would it be? But you have to help us get your answer on the show. Mm -hmm. I got to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know somebody already. I'm, I don't know who you're thinking, but I know who I'm thinking. Oh, if I put a nigga, I sit a nigga right here on this purple velvet. Mm-hmm. Sit a nigga right here on this purple velvet, huh? Oh, why y'all ain't got Traded Truth on here? Mm. That's my boy, too. That's family from the same area. Man, come on. Get my yeah. nigga Traded Truth up yeah. here, man. That's, that's we talking home. about good game and ism and wisdom and shit, man. Stick that nigga Traded Truth yeah. up here, man. Because that's, that's, that's somebody I can really, you know what I'm saying, participating and getting up here. Yeah. Big bruh function with me. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I ain't want to throw a name out there where I just, you know what I'm saying, send a text and they don't really you know, respond. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, man, we appreciate it. Congratulations on the new deal. Mm -hmm. uh, blessed to continue to be a great father, man. And, and, and man, I'm, I'm proud of you, man. Being from out that way is, you know, very few of us that really, really get out. For sure, and, most and, and definitely. And you're definitely doing it now, man. So we just want to commend you for that, man. Keep doing your thing. Good looking, appreciate man. You, you know, I want all the smoke uh, around this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Ah. That's it. Good That's money. a wrap. You can catch. But before oh, we leave, shit. Mm. forget, man. We got to give Come gifts. On, bro. Yeah, my fault. Come on, bro. Oh, oh we, we come bearing gifts. Mean? Come what on, man. Mean? Killer kids. Come on, I, I want all the smoke. I, we can't do that. I want all the smoke. Bag yeah. and gear what? inside. A trap what? All the smoke dot store. Come on. Y'all want to go get it, but bro, you know we can't do that. Yeah. We got to leave you with something. Come on. I'm finna utilize this motherfucker yeah. too. Hey. I'm gonna stick a hundred uh, uh, M's in this nah. motherfucker. Okay, I'm about to say, yeah, what this about? No, the hundred ain't yeah. gonna, the hundred thousand ain't F in your pocket. Yeah. No, I need a hundred M's this yeah. time. <laughs> right you know there. What I'm yes, sir. Yeah, good looking. Good, yes, sir. good shit. Appreciate, appreciate y'all. Appreciate yeah, your time, man. Well, that's a wrap. You can catch this on Showtime Basketball YouTube and the iHeart platform, Black Effects. See y'all next week. This is all a smoke. A production of the Black Effect and iHeartRadio in partnership with Showtime. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at King's Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. King's Island is now open on weekends.